We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the DA show, available all places that the podcast of the DA show is also available. So you can listen to it. By going to your favorite podcast platform, searching The DA Show, it's on that same podcast feed. Maybe that's how you're listening to it right now. Also, it has its own podcast feed, just simply called Permission Granted, so you can search that as well. Both places you'll find all episodes of the Permission Granted podcast, including the upcoming number 400, a historic spot in PGP history, which we are still preparing for next month. But multiple places to see this, to hear this, to download this, including the Odyssey app as well. What is the level? This is always kind of a fun parlor game for us. What's the level of of early morning Pete frustrations these days? Because last week, there was a couple days that got a little sideways on us. Kevin Wall filled in for you because you were off for the wedding for your sister. Right. That had its ups and downs. Mike McCann jumped in as update guy. <laughs> And we haven't had Mike on the show six years, seven years, something like that, because he does news. He's not a sports caster, right? Well, he was sports locally in New York, just locally, not nationally. Still? Uh, yes, although he moved during the pandemic, so he does a lot less. Uh, and the last time I had seen him was my Easter morning infamous you know, shout day that we got that drop where he was doing updates on a show I was doing on Easter morning. Oh, that okay. So the drop shout comes from Mike McCann. And what do you remember what Easter morning that was? Is that pandemic Easter? No, it was it was when Sister Jean made her climb because okay. I had a transfer of Peter Schwartz to Mike McCann. It was the same morning that me and Peter Schwartz were bashing Sister Jean on Easter morning. Then we had Mike McCann with shout. It was very credible. I don't know what his reference was. Shout also gave us no wait a minute. <laughs> right, That's exactly. That's the same drop. Yeah, so it must have been about at the, at the end of a basketball game. Like, you know, it was a long wind-up like Canadian bacon to get to the punchline. Yeah, it was about a game that took twists and turns and one team came back. And he said, like the Isley brothers once sang, 
in the in the song Shout. Now wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. So that exactly. gave us two drops. That's the historic Mike McCann one two punch. So we did updates and Mike was fine, but you could tell Mike, you know, might be out of the sports game a little bit because he might have gotten some stuff a little bit wrong and included the Kyle Neptune call. Yeah. Who's the Fordham head coach who's going to become Jay Wright's successor at Villanova, called him Kyle Fortune. Yeah, I've known Mike a long time. A lot of Mike is baseball or bust okay. as an old-timer, to be fair. So that was an interesting thing for Pete to navigate last week. Yeah, and I, was this brought up on the air just, Pete, to me, that Mike didn't even know he was doing updates on our show? He thought he was only on another station? Yeah, we didn't bring this up on the air. Okay. We well. were trying to keep the train of the tracks on Thursday. <laughs> okay. Thursday right. was a bit of a wild and woolly one. Yep, I got plenty of text. I was aware. And Pete had told me that Mike didn't know he was doing our updates until like 20 minutes before our update. <laughs> Always good to prepare. How could that happen? So there was that. <laughs> then Pat Boyle fills in with Bogish on Friday. Both you and I are out. Mm-hmm. Boyle has himself a morning. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay. Yes, he did. Then Monday, I'm out again, so it's you and Bogues. And then and then this week, everybody has returned to the office. Two years after pandemic began, we were already back since last August on air staff, but this means sales, executives, et cetera. And that means that some of the people that have been working from home full-time are back home, like Rich Ackerman. Right. Now, Pete and Ack... Act as headlines on afternoons on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, for a can, long time. Can be a little oil and water at times. Sure. Yeah, Maybe I, act with anybody's oil and water. Yeah, I mean, I I have a, a a friendly relationship with Act. We can joke around back and forth, but Very true. there are a lot of frustrations that come, you know, there high maintenance, I think, would be the <laughs> okay. word to use. So now we compound that, and I could tell when we took the airwaves today. Oh. Pete was not in the normal jovial mood. He was ready to kind of throw some haymakers, not at us, but just at things going on around the office. And me too. Oh, at you too? Yeah, you're unaware of some stuff that happened right before we went on the oh. air with myself and James Baccioni and Pete, which he was already in a bad mood from hack stuff. So but he, he didn't get off on the right foot <laughs> today. We, we had a, a, a level 10 code red alert on the frustration level of Pete today. What happened? Well... Uh, as we've made jokes about before, James Baccioni and I both attended the same college. I won't even call it a university, but <laughs> James is the overnight producer for Amy. Yes, after hours, and our radio professor and protege, if you will, left Pete's school where he was Pete's. Uh, you know, whatever you want to call him, professor. So you guys would be his proteges. Yeah. So myself, Pete, and James Baccioni all work here and all came from like the same radio professor. Even wow. schools. It's a big. What a coaching tri- tree. It's a big coaching tree. Big coaching tree. So all that happened today was on Monday, on top of all of the draft stuff, and on top of, you know, Pete always worrying about everything. We all got the same text from our professor that their big award show was coming up at this college. And would we be able to judge a few? I didn't know that they were all getting the same text, but I came back and said, okay, you know, when do you need them by? He goes, if I give them to you Wednesday, you can get them to me by Friday. Now, with the NFL draft going on, I had to just politely decline say, I can't make it happen. We were discussing this and all getting the same text where Pete went, you know, this is the problem with him. I love him, but he he worries too much. He tends to overreact. He, he lists almost a perfect description of himself, Pete does. <laughs> and without 
looking at each other. James and I both blurred out at the same time. Now we know where you got it from. <laughs> like, we didn't even laugh or lock eyes. We both had the same thought at the same time, and that bothered Pete in the worst way. That's not how I am at all. And he gave us one of those. And it's now 5.57 a.m. And he was already in an annoyance because of some of the cuts that weren't in the system that he thought were not in the system because Rich Ackerman was telling people, cutting highlights, other less important stuff. And we hit that cold open, and it was dark times in that control room. It was a little frosty, I could tell. Very frosty. It took a good hour, almost till we got to the one giant step stuff for Pete to come out of his shell. And Pete! I, I should have known better. Had been in such a good mood for a couple weeks, at least with me. I was on the good list, but I was back on the naughty list. <laughs> I could tell when we have a, a churlish Pete in the morning that I got to do something to to release the pressure valve in the first hour, <laughs> yeah. usually off air. And that's when the act conversation popped up. <clears throat> and Pete wanted to blow off some steam that way and that that was helpful after that then we kind of had a good we were fine good vibe we were fine but yeah i I definitely think it bothered him that he looked at james and we both had the same thought without coordinating with each other and then he thought people were judging him and it was just it was an awkward thing early what's becoming a little awkward as well is you v jack stern I, i i had the same thought last night it's kind of weird because jack has such a minimal role on the show. <laughs> he had a 72-hour run. Yeah. And now, I because I don't know if he dislikes you, but you've been hammering him. I don't dislike him. I, I want that very clear. You trashed him on Tuesday, right? Yeah. I, uh, do I dislike my sisters? Do I dislike <laughs> my mom? Do I I'm dislike just... you, Pete? I mean, we can go down all these people I've trashed. It doesn't mean I dislike them. You can you can like somebody be frustrated with them. Yeah, you were just trashing his tweets, and you think he comes off as a know-it-all. Yes. Now, I, I have given it some deep thought, and I do think that a lot of the way Jack tweets are ways I used to tweet mm-hmm. before I had any kind of clout that I barely do now in the business. So, I get part. I, I guess I would be annoyed by myself, and maybe it's just me growing up. But it's just it's become unbearable. It, it's ten tweets a day where he's got to act like he's the smartest sports fan in the world, and most of the takes are horrible. <laughs> Which again, I'm you know just like Pete and the professor, I'm I'm kind of describing myself, so I understand. But he had to be trashed. I mean, the love fest going on, whatever was going on with him and the weekend host. Not everybody needs to be a star at 24 years old. Let's relax. So you trash him. And who knows if he would have heard it or not. He might not be listening to the show at all. Right. But Cap then clips it. Of course. And at mentions Jack on Twitter. Because that's what Cap is. He's got the big wooden spoon and he stirs the pot. And so did Jack ever respond? He did not respond directly. But I saw several listeners tweet at him like, go get him, Jack. Go get." And he never, he just never had a good banter back. He kind of backed off, but I saw him at least he acknowledged that the clip existed in responding to others. So I, I think he had a snarky, oh, Mraz is just mad because I'm speaking the truth on his nets, which again, he was speaking the same thing everybody said. I, that was the other tweet that set me over the edge and I went after him on Twitter, like, like no, you know, basically talking like nobody had a clue what just happened in the series. I don't know. It's just, I don't want to fight with Jack Stern. I hate a lot more people before I hate <laughs> Jack Stern. I want him to have a big comeback story and succeed. I just want him to slow down with the opinions. I don't think that's asking too much. 
Yeah, I don't know where to go with a Jack Stern versus Merez because I don't I don't know if he's taken the bait to to want to fight. So he's not, and I. It also has to be said. I was also told by Pete to calm down with my attacks of Jack. <laughs> for this reason, this is more off-air banter. As we go down, if you came into CBS Sports Radio and there was like a guy in a kiosk, program here, get your program here, and you picked up the CBS Sports Radio program, you'd look like you'd look for your MLB <laughs> roster at the bullpen, let's say, and you'd be like, who the heck are these guys? The list is mighty thin. The list is mighty thin, and there might be some growing frustration with others that have worked on the show in the past and less availability where Pete rattled off, I mean, I'm not kidding, five names of potential people he needs to train on the show, and the only one that was semi-recognizable or and or competent <laughs> was Jack Stern. We don't want Jack Stern near this thing with a 10-foot pole, and Pete's point was we might need him literally to train on the show <laughs> Just because that's how bad it is below a Jack Stern on the roster. So we have the Orioles right now, the Orioles roster. Yeah, so Pete's point was he doesn't want me scaring somebody off one uh, that they may need to train on our actual show. Okay. Which is not good for anybody. Calm down in your attacks on Jack. Yeah, just we might need the guy. Just relax. You don't want to scare anybody off. And then what message would I be sending the people under Jack? If I could come at Jack, I can come at them. (laughs) Apparently I'm this horrible person. Okay, so you don't want to bully everybody out of the the position. I guess I'm the big bully that people will be if you know if you don't do well working <laughs> with me, I am going to be you know Mister Crushing you on social media on the microphone. I've already had you know other people like Ship upset with me. It's a whole thing, right? Wow. So we gotta we gotta be careful here. <laughs> what a reputation I got. I thought I was the nice guy. <laughs> well, you do fancy yourself as a newsroom leader. So what happened to that? I think that I'm showing tough leadership. Okay. I think that's what it is. I I just think that my leadership tactics have changed. <laughs> I have less patience than I used to. I don't know. Maybe you're not the leader that you think. There's a chance I <laughs> There's a chance I should be stripped of my captaincy. <laughs> I, I also don't think it helps that I'm that I'm aligned with Pete, who is now Mr. Schedule Maker, who people have their own problems with, and then it looks like you know, he's my co-captain here that that newsroom, and people want to evict him. So I'm in a bad spot. <laughs> There's always something going on here. <laughs> always something. And I wish that ESPN Radio or Fox Sports Radio or Satellite Sirius or some, I wish another entity would do what we do and just talk about all the nonsense behind <laughs> the scenes. Because this would be really interesting for me to hear from somebody else to know that it happened somewhere. I think it happens. It can't just be us. It can't be. We're the only ones that talk about it. Yeah, I mean, we seem to have great newsroom banter, but all of it's bad. I don't know. <laughs> Pat Boyle might be where to see by the end of 2022. I think Boyle... Now, I've talked about Pat Boyle on this podcast before. <laughs> and when the boss is asked, you know, who do I think would be good in that spot because you were going to be off, I said, I think Pat would be good. Pat has a familiarity with the listeners. Pat's also unafraid to shake it up. Mm-hmm. And Pat, I think, is really good bouncing off somebody. So yeah. bogus down the middle a little bit more with a boil ready to be the X factor Yeah, could be good, unpredictable. As it was. <laughs> so the one clip that goes... You know, gets pretty popular. I don't want to say viral, but we got a lot of traction. Was that Pat Boyle said 
I don't know how they got into parenting, but I'd like to have a Genghis Khan thing, is what he said, which means he just wanted to spread his seed, have a bunch of kids, not parent them, just to see what they would do growing up, basically as a social experiment. Right. And I'll ask this to you. Do you think Pat came in with the idea, hey, big spot for me? Let me be unafraid to, like, throw some craziness out there. Like, let me let me try to rattle the cage, ruffle little feathers, say something a little crazy. Or do you think he's just wired like that in general and it just kind of spur of the moment, you know what, it's not top of my mind, I'm going to say it. I think there's a two-part answer to that because I, I, I get that feeling and I've been there where you want to – you don't want to be forgettable, but you also want to be careful and not just do too much. I think that he came in extra prepared. He knew in a morning entertainment radio spot like we had where, like, it's about, you know, sports is the backdrop. You like making people laugh that, hey, I'm here for a reason. I can't be bland and boring. I'm going to be me and do that. But I think in that specific clip, in that specific moment, he did a lot of what happens to me often, which was, he unknowingly walked himself into a <laughs> trap while not thinking concise. Because I think what you do is, too, you just you pull away that filter of, I'm going to really think a lot before I say something, whatever degree of filter that is. And I think he pulled that away. And I think you could see in the clip as he tries to explain himself and get himself out of it that that's not where he meant to go, but it is where he meant to go. And he tries to talk himself out of it. I don't think that was like a pre-prepared thought process. I think he had an oh no moment, but just said, well, I'm here and here's what I have to say. Like future in terms of having kids is like somebody takes my seed and then just like to raise the kid. And I'm like, that's that's my kid. Don't raise it, but claim it as your own. Did you just say your goal was to be a delinquent dad? It's more so just to pass down the bloodline. So... You like you you actually like does this involve actual relations with said woman or are you gonna make a donation to a a bank and just <laughs> let somebody take I, it? I, like I kind of want like a Genghis Khan thing, like I just pass down my seed and then have them gr- grow under my name, but have no actual day to day interaction with them. I mean, yes and no. Like, do you want to text them occasionally or see them <laughs> like every other weekend? Like, how does this work? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of I. And not even, okay, so not even in terms of, because you know, when you do raise a kid, you obviously want to experience all that. Yeah. And like eventually I do, I guess, want to do that. But I also on the side, like wouldn't mind like the whole sperm bank thing. Like I wouldn't mind dropping off. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind dropping off, you know, a bunch of them and just like, okay, you, 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 you can use that to, you know, when, when people use that for fertilization. But you want to know though that, it's been used. And, I want to know it's mine. And, and and those kids are Boyles. Yes. Even if their last name is not Boyle. You yep. want to know that they're Boyles. Okay. So there was a part of them that wanted to shake it up a little bit, knowing I want to be memorable and take right. advantage of this opportunity. But not like... Hmm, strategically, I'm going to say something crazy and this is going to be it. Right. I don't think five minutes before those that came out of his mouth, he thought he was ever saying that on the air. And I think as he was saying it on the air, he wasn't having the thought of, who cares, I'm saying something crazy. I think he might have been having the thought of, oh, how is this sound, and maybe he doesn't get what I mean. So does he work, then, as a co-host on the DA show yes. and fill in spots? Yes, he absolutely does. He absolutely does, because I... You remember we made the joke about Schwartz with palpable buzz? Like, that was a big thing, palpable buzz. 
I woke up on Friday, the morning of my sister's wedding, the night after that rehearsal thing. Bad scene for me and my future brother-in-law. <laughs> you guys were hammered. Yeah, I had to do a couple things quickly before picture. I had to go. I wanted to go sweat out my alcohol in the sauna. I wanted to take the dog to a dog park, get his energy out. My palpable buzz was, oh, I need to turn on Boyle and Bogish. Like, I don't know that I have that feeling. And I know I probably have it the way the listeners did. I wanted to hear how Pat sounded. And driving around, I heard, I would say I heard 45 minutes in total of their show, not that clip, until I saw that clip later. thought he was awesome. I thought he was awesome. I thought awesome. his sports point. I would use the word awesome. I thought the sports conversation that happened on the show was very good back and forth between him and Bogish. I thought he didn't sound like he was trying to be a hot take machine. It was natural conversation where he sounded very educated while also being, you know, very quippy and funny along the way. I would I would use the word perfect. I thought he was a perfect fit there. I wow. I found it to be a tremendous listen. So much so that if I had never worked on the show and I happened to catch it on Sirius like I did that morning, I would have tuned in Monday going, oh, are these two guys on again? Wow. I probably would have been disappointed when I heard me. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. I said, ser- seriously, you know me, I would love to cut his legs out. No, 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 Pat was good. Okay, <laughs> I'd love to cut his legs out. Today we found out that your Giants podcast is misnamed, mislabeled. <laughs> We've got to insert this clip right here. One small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. Did they say giant leap? <laughs> I thought they said giant step. Yes. Did they say giant leap? Oh, what a rebrand. How did it how far did it get up this corporate ladder? <laughs> They're already making a logo. Excuse me, six four. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called giant step. One giant step. Oh, that's horrible. There's also a whole other... That's amazing that you actually got the phrase wrong. Yeah. There's and a whole... That, and that didn't get caught. Wait, my podcast is going to be named after a wrong phrase? And you, and you didn't double check? <laughs> like, it's a quick Google. Uh, so our entire company didn't know the real phrase. Yeah. And this is the same department that lets Jack Stern and Shep write for us? Correct. Okay. That fits as well. Oh. And that, to me, is not even... I'm still confused. They got on the moon and they took steps, not leaps. It's not literal. It's a metaphor. So why would you make a metaphor about something that's happening literally in real time? Because it's supposed to be an iconic phrase encapsulating this kind of, like, huge evolutionary step. We got to the moon. We haven't been back since, by the way, which is a major issue. No, no, Don't no, 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 change no. the topic. Why don't you ask Spike Aldrin about it? <laughs> Maybe he could tell you. Well, Spike Herb Aldrin Armstrong. apparently is the one that approved the name. Strong got stupid genes from his father's side. Herb Armstrong. You still haven't told me which Armstrong it was. We're not. Lewis. <laughs> There's a whole other storyline about this rebrand, too, that I thought was going to be the real content producer for us. But now we've got the wrong name, so I might be wrong. But still, you're going to love the other wrinkle to all of this. Oh, God. <laughs> Heard some gi- things. One giant step. <laughs> One giant step. They couldn't even get it right. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> it's the most famous. Fr- it's like getting the Gettysburg Address wrong. <laughs> Five score in 11 years ago. How'd you get it wrong? I mean, what to even say? There was a situation where you have to change the name. You didn't have to change the name of the Giants podcast. No, it's I did. Gee whiz. No, I, I did. Why? Between us, we didn't have to change the name. When I was called into an unexpected meeting about potential expansion of the podcast, 
it was told to me that that name will no longer be happening and nobody gets it. It's not good searchable. <laughs> the biggest, but I was told content, you're very good on talking to the Giants. Negatives, nobody knows what G Wiz means when they're searching podcasts. And there's no giant in the name. It's a cheese whiz. I was flat out told that that name will not be accepted to come back <laughs> for a year or two. So they're asking you to pitch a couple new names. Of course, we want Dable Gangers because you look like Brian Dable. That gets nixed. Um, anything that has to do with Dable or Joe Shane, the two new people running the Giants, nixed because they don't want to attach themselves to guys that are going to be fired here soon anyway. <laughs> So you throw out a couple other ones, and one is the giant step. And the boss goes, you know what? That's pretty good. Let's change it to one giant step. Now, when you said the giant step, were you thinking of the moon exploration, moon landing? I don't think I was. I, I'm not trying to skirt out of this. I don't think I was. Okay. I just, I don't know. I just think of like walking. Like There's a giant step. There's a little step. But then when he came back with one giant step, I never thought twice that it that's not what they did at the moon. You spend a look, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 one giant step for mankind. Like, that makes sense. So the boss goes, okay, why don't we use one giant step and we'll do a whole lot of moon and, and moon landing space stuff with it, which sounds good on paper. Problem is, as you unveiled this today, we had no idea. You unveiled it live on the air, which is just perfect. I was like, but that's not what they said. They said one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, <laughs> not one giant step. You had pointed out on the show that this has now gone up through legal and graphics. So there's graphics being made. Yeah. I, as far as I understand, this would derail the potential relaunch of the podcast weeks if we changed, <laughs> if we changed the name. Because we've gone like three weeks now on this being shot up ladders and logos being made. So, And I mean, you've been there with DA show logos being made. Like, it takes a while. So this is amazing that you... Not so surprising you would miss this, but that the boss, legal, graphics, everybody, digital, whoever runs the podcast department. I would say there were at least five different sets of eyes at some point on this that went, yep, this looks good. This is, this is a good idea. And, and here we are. And it just <laughs> is hard to fathom. You could and five, you guys caught it right away. five sets of eyes. Could miss this, and so now, if you can't stop the momentum on this, because it can't be called One Giant Leap, that's already a podcast hosted by MTV VJ Damian <laughs> Fahey about business, so he's not going to want to give that up. And you're also not going to want to change your name to another name of another podcast, because then people would search and maybe get his podcast. Right. So you're kind of going down this road, and you can't stop the wagon. Yeah, and I think what happened is whoever is in charge above <laughs> our bosses, like who pitches the names, whatever social media teams we have, and apparently we have all these people that nobody ever sees that are in charge of things. That was a name that was very searchable that they liked, that they feel like people searching for New York Giants stuff will be able to find, whatever algorithm they figured out. So my guess is their focus was on that first without stopping and thinking, wait a minute, what does it have to do with the moon? <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think they still want the name just from the standpoint of, like, they think it's a good searchable name. So my guess is what has to happen here is one of two things. Either you have to scrap the moon motif <laughs> and just not associate it with the space, the moon landing. Right. And it's just one giant step. Which is whatever. what, a big clown shoe is a logo <laughs> as Pete was trying to tell me to do? I'm going to feet? That's what my podcast be associated with just a foot? 
A big toe to pinky toe? We're going to put that out there? I don't know. Maybe it just has to be, you probably can't even use the Giants font, right? Right, and they have, like, that other logo of, like, a, you know, a big guy. I, you know, we could have him taking a step, but you're right. I don't think we have any of those <laughs> copyrights, so. The idea here was to make money, not lose it. <laughs> I think that's the problem. So you're probably headed down a road where it's one giant step and you can't change it. And you just have to live with the fact that this is an inaccurate quote from American history. And just ignore any tweet that says, do you know this has nothing to do with the moon? And pretend that you didn't see it. <laughs> and and are you doing a podcast now for the draft? I just did one on Monday. I plan on... Uh, so still under the G-Wiz umbrella. Yeah, so now we've... It's been like a once every two week ordeal. We did a free agency one... We're doing. We did one going into the draft. Now a lot of that was they wanted me to do it because I'm doing other stuff on the air for the fans. So now I'm doing one to recap the draft, and then unless something breaks, a crazy trade, something, we probably go dark until the launch of this. Okay, so there will be probably one more episode of G Wiz recapping the draft, right? And then one giant step launches at some point this summer. Yes, yes. As long as everything stays on track, scheduling wise, <laughs> with the logos, which. I haven't even heard from our boss yet who's had a busy week with the draft. I don't know if this is going to get back to me or what. I, there's going to be a lot. I'm sure I'll take the blame of it. <clears throat> so when we did this entire segment, you didn't hear from anybody in management. No. And again, this is probably one of those weeks where we could say almost anything and bosses probably won't pay attention. It's just a lot going on here with the NFL draft. So I don't think anybody's aware. And that was like the second time we've discussed this. <laughs> one last little tidbit is that we had a winemaker slash uh, bourbon maker, whiskey maker, Andy Wall, on the show today. He was in studio. I thought it was a great story because he actually won a ton of money in Vegas on March Madness bets during Kemba Walker's run, hit a 12-team parlay, won 40 grand, and that was seed money for his wine company. So I thought that was pretty cool. He was in town. They're going to have a big event, ammunition, wine, and spirits. And um, turns out he's a big sports fan. A's fan from the Bay Area, et cetera. But he's so laid back. He's a winemaker. Right. So he's just coming in after a long red eye yesterday, I believe. Might have had a few cocktails last night. Not on a lot of sleep. Has an event tonight. Has an event tomorrow. And he's totally laid back, and he just drops the S-bomb on the show. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. And I was hoping you guys heard it, and I couldn't stop and be like, "Uh, guys, because I have to keep eye contact. What happens is, we all have a dump button. I've got one. You've got one. Pete's got one. <laughs> yes. Pete might have two or three of them. No, we all have one, but they can be hit in three different intervals. Okay. So the, the way that this works is we are on a seven-second delay or ten-second delay or something like that. Ten, yes. When you hit it, <clears throat> it deletes what is supposed to go out over the air, and then you lose those ten seconds, and then you become live again. So at that point, you got to wait for the, quote, delay to build back up. Right, and a little radio trick if you're listening. It might sound a little robotic to your ear if you start hearing that, and that means something was just dumped, which, by the way, also happened with Pat and Bogus, and I texted Pete, and he wouldn't reveal to me what he dumped. Oh. So <clears throat> think of it like Laffy Taffy or something like that. It's like they're ex- the technology is expanding the wavelength to delay it for seven seconds until it can ca- catch up with itself. So that's why that might sound like that. So anyway, if it happens to a call or happens with a guest, I happen to say something maybe that needs to get dumped for some reason, I can make an eye contact with you guys and nobody would really know and you just hit the dump button. But when I'm interviewing a guy live, I can't look at you guys and break eye contact with him and be like, oh, you got to dump what he just said. So I was just hoping that you guys got that because it was so unexpected. Pete doesn't miss that. Pete's probably an over-dumper. Okay. 
over and over. I'd like to have that phrase back, but yes, uh, Pete is on high alert. Anytime we have a guest, anytime there's a caller, it's one thing he takes ultra, ultra seriously, and he will never miss something. Like, okay. That's the ultimate. He will never miss a dump. All right, that's good to know. Yeah, he'll Cause, never Because it was a quick S-bomb in oh, there. And Pete was, before the T was hit, boom, was all over it. Was he going, ah, come on? No, because PR people were in there. Correct. He texted me. Did you tell this guy not to curse? <laughs> well, Pete, I, look, we're running around. We're trying to get him on. I'm going to hope that the guest understands <laughs> that. No, I did not. you got to be a top of these guys. So you were heard a dump on Friday. I did. I did. That was part of what I was driving around. All of a sudden, Pat Boyle started to sound robotic. I knew he wasn't on. You know, I knew he was in the studio. wasn't on one of our machines, but sometimes the line could go out. And I just know from working business, I'm like, oh, he got dumped. I texted Pete. Don't worry about it. Focus on the wedding. Why are you listening to us? I said, all right, I'm just, I'm listening. I'm doing some morning running around. And he like diverted quickly. How's your morning or whatever? I still don't know what was dumped. Got to text Boyle. It's a great. Or Bogish. Bogish would tell you. He would, but here's, again, this is me knowing way too much about Pete. I think that Pete told me that because Bogish and or Boyle don't know they were dumped. Oh. My guess is it neither of them actually cursed on the air. They probably made a reference that Pete didn't like. Some lewd comment. Right, crossing a boundary, and Pete wanted to keep that to himself that it was dumped. and didn't want to annoy those two who would come back to Pete like, why did you dump that? Right. And I think that, to me, that's what I took out of Pete. Pete's not going to tell me because they don't know they were dumped. <laughs> but I knew listening, which is so Pete. Don't worry about it. Yeah. They just uh, what are you doing this morning? The wedding's going all right. Why are you listening? <laughs> well, Pete, I'm in a car, and I happen to be a fan of the show that I work on, which is why I'm listening. It's our show. Right, right. She's not getting married at 8 a.m. I just had some running around to do. I can listen to the show, yes. Wow, that might be the next DA show mystery. What did Pete find dumpable? Yeah. As you said, he's an overdumper. He's an overdumper. <laughs> And that dumper. <laughs> Are you going to talk to Bogus? Are you going to talk to Bogus on side B? Yes, I'm going to talk to Bogus <laughs> on side B. What about? We'll figure it out in the next five minutes. And that That's what we should play every time something's dumped. It should be dump, drop, and that dumper. Why did you even say and that dumper? <laughs> Where did that come from? From you wearing tight pants and looking like you had an ass lift. <laughs> you call me. You should not be commenting on my ass as a dumper. Well, I, I didn't know the clean way to say it on air. <laughs> dumper. Dumper. It's so crude and ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, we got a game plan for PGP 400. That's coming up Memorial Day weekend, I think. Yes. So I was waiting About to a month. get through this week and reconnect with Kaplan yeah. on this. Have you talked to Kaplan? Mm -hmm. or? Okay, yeah. No. Oh, you're saying we have to game plan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. We have that the next couple of weeks. Next week, Bogus has to bring in my beers. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week's the week. So we will have that unveiling as well. 
And uh, I think once we get clear this week, too, we have to re-examine and plan the Bob's Bar Show to get Connor Green there to pay off his bet. There is going to be a lot coming our way in the next five weeks. Yeah. So we'll get through the NFL draft. We reconvene next week, and let's hammer out all these dates. Busy, busy time of year here on the show. Okay, here comes Bogues coming up on Side B. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How to do to do? Welcome into Side B of the PGP. How are you? The bogeyman bogus is with me, Mraz, on this beautiful, bristling Wednesday in late April on NFL Draft Week. Hello, Andrew. How are you? Well, I was good until my headphones were on 11 and I didn't realize it. So your loud intro was exponentially louder. So I'm uh, now maybe deaf. You're maybe deaf. That's not good. No. Okay. You know what? I'm going to start off because I just teased the DA that I had no idea what I was going to talk to you about necessarily. Okay. I just we just ended a conversation talking about Pat Boyle on side B. Yeah. You and Pat having the show together. As I was listening, I ended up get, catching a bunch of it in the car. I was bouncing around some errands to do wedding morning. I heard all of a sudden Pat Boyle start to be wound up like a robot, not in the segment about planting his seed. And I knew from working behind the scenes and working right that meant that Pete the body had dumped something. He said, I didn't think it was something you said because Pat continued the conversation. I predicted to DA because DA said we have to find out. I said, I texted Pete and he refused to tell me. My guess on why he refused to tell me is because he didn't tell you or Pat he had dumped something. It was all on his. So I need to know, A, do you know it was dumped? B, is my theory right? Uh, I guess your theory is right because I had I have no still no idea what you're talking about. You brought this up to Pete, I think, on Monday morning off air. Oh, you did hear me bring it up to Pete, and that was the first time I heard of it. Okay. There was no I don't, and I don't even remember what anybody actually said that could have been dump a bull from Bilotti. So clearly there was no curse on the air or anything like that. Unless I missed it. I didn't hear it. But knowing Pete, would you say that there's a chance there was an overreaction to maybe a lewd comment or something? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, get, I don't know how factually correct this is, but I will always say that Pete's, one of his amazing traits is 
somebody could straight curse, like say indisputably the F word, and he'll go, should I dump that? Whereas he might have heard maybe someone said shed instead of you know what. Yep. And he drops the hammer Whoa, on the Andrew dump Bowman button. Punches yeah, a tray. I was a little extra. And he drops the hammer on the dump button off of maybe something bad happened. But when something definitely does happen, there's like a little weird like hesitation as if he didn't hear what everybody else heard. And that dumper. And that dumper. Why do you think Pete did not, will refuse to tell me what was dumped? Uh, I'm, my guess is because it didn't need to be dumped. That he definitely made maybe made an honest mistake, maybe overreacted. Um, because it, it's not to save anybody trouble. He's not trying to protect Boyle. He would have told me, hey, you said this, or I thought you said this, if I made the mistake. So my guess is Boyle made it, and he wouldn't feel the need to protect Boyle. So he's protecting <laughs> Bellotti. Boyle's on his own. He's not part of the team exactly. yet. He's on a two-way contract. Yes. Okay, so on that note, I personally said this to DA, and I, I, I will stand by it. I thought you two sounded really good together. Thank you. I really did. I, I don't think that Pat was trying too hard by any means. I just thought it was a very nice, fun listen on a Friday morning. It was a beautiful day out here in the Northeast. I was driving around, windows down. I was, my sister was getting married. Very hungover I was. And I was yeah. like, this is a good laugh and a good sports show in the morning. Yeah. What were your overall thoughts working with Pat? I had a lot of fun. And, and this is me. I'm a creature of habit. And, like, I feel – I think I've told you this. I've never been – even like from my very first day at Fordham Radio, I've never been nervous about anyone outside the audience listening. One person, a thousand people, a million people. Like it's never like, oh my God, who's out there? What freaks me out and unnerves me is the people in the room. Okay. Like in the area or like public speaking where I'm looking at, like next week, I'm hosting Fordham's annual like sports awards the dinner gala. thing. Right. And like, I know I'm going to be a puddle of sweat st- up there. Everyone's looking at me. Is Am I funny? Am I stuttering? Like, that's going to mess me up. But when I do a game or I do a show, I'm never like, oh my God, there might be 150,000 people listening and judging me right now. So whenever I have a new partner, I just don't, I, it, that's where I get unsettled. So Boyle and I are still relative strangers. So, like, I just need to find a comfort level with anybody. It's not Boyle-specific. It's just that Boyle's not you or Pete. Right. If it was Shep, if it was McMonagall, who has filled in with you before. Right. If it was Connor, if it was even Hickey. Right. I just, it's it's just me. Like, that's where I got to figure things out. So, I don't think that I did a good enough job for Pat. Okay. But I, I think it didn't come across that way. I thought you guys sounded good together. I think Pat and I sound good. I think the, I think the good thing is we're not the same person in any way, shape, or form. Right. He's younger, I'm older. He's cool, I'm not. <laughs> He's ready <laughs> to just like a fire hose, spread little boils across the country. Right. I'm good with my one wife and my two kids. <laughs> like I'm fine. And like he's gonna get he's gonna get riled up and yell about stuff. And I'm probably not, because that's just not the way I go about stuff, so I, I think in theory we're a good we're a good pair. Okay, so now I need to know the inner workings of this because obviously if DA is out, I usually slide into DA's chair. You, right, you come up co-host with me, and then usually you and I in preparation will exchange some texts. Whoever the producer is, like we did the show Monday, Pat Boyle will you know get us some kind of topics, and we'll, we'll kind of have a general idea. Uh, all right, I lean to you. What do you make sure you want to talk about? This is what I want to talk about. Here's the show map, and then we kind of map it out. And then I usually pick the headlines like DA usually does with the write-ups and everything. Right. 
How did that process go with you and Pat? So Boyle was all gung-ho. And if you remember last Thursday, I was filling in for Bill Ryder. Right. So that was kind of my first priority because that was also me by myself. Right. Two hours. Two hours. Right. Not that big of a deal. But it was that was me. And that was like my first concern. So on Tuesday of that week, while I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do on Thursday on Ryder, Boyle's already rapid-firing texts about Friday. Which is fine. It's, it's fine. Absolutely. Energetic. But I'm just not at Friday yet. Right. And like specifically Tom D. Celestino, who produces Writer Than You, is talking to me about guests and time-wise. I'm like, well, if that guest doesn't work for for your show, maybe I can put them on Friday morning on DA. Which is a tough spot because you're in two different. Sure. But it's just I'm all over the right. place, but I'm not ready to talk yet about Friday. And then so and that's me, not Boyle. But then Boyle starts booking guests. We're trying to book guests. Yeah, he was in touch with me early in the week about certain contacts. Which is great, except that we already had a producer. Emmanuel Barbari was doing your producing job, and I didn't want Pat to step on Emmanuel's toes. I had no idea what Emmanuel, because I hadn't talked to Emmanuel yet either, because I wasn't even thinking about Friday still. So I'm trying to slow boil down. He's got 9,000 NFL draft requests out. Maybe Emmanuel has another 9,000, or is asking the same 9,000. They're like, who are these two guys? They're both trying to impress in that spot. Right. right. So that that was a boil on overdrive was helpful because I, I I wasn't prepared to start booking for Friday stuff yet, but it was a lot. I mean, he's, doing, he's co-hosting a prominent oh, yeah. national morning show. That's a big deal for Pat Of Paul, course so it is. I don't is. blame him at all. And, Not even a little bit. And look, we've all been there young in the business getting a great opportunity. You, I, DA, we've all been around long enough now that like we could take it like you had the situation Thursday. I'm going to focus on this. Thursday show ends, boom. All right, what are we doing Friday? Where we just like the game slows down for you, yeah. so to speak. And that, you know, but that was funny because I had the text for Pat. Then Emmanuel calls me. He's like, so what exactly do you do? Which is always a funny conversation. Right. Then I'm going through and then as I'm reading what I do, I realize I do a lot less than I think I do. I'm going through that whole thing with him. Now I'm trying to explain. Boyle's already reached out to me. Okay, so. When it came time, I know Kaplan came in late, didn't run the stream until yeah. the seed thing. Right. So, so no did you guys st- even do headlines no. or anything? No, no streams. So no puns, no fancy headlines, no jokes, nothing like that. Boyle, though, didn't know. So Boyle came in, dressed well, had, a, if I remember correctly, a sweater over a button down. Oh, boy. He trying to BDA? Even went to the low-profile headphones. Wow. Just the earbuds to try so it looked natural and he didn't have these big... Funky the opposite ones. of what I'm doing. Right. So he went all in for no reason. Like I was like, there's no stream, right? Great. I'm gonna I'm not that I've come in, in a tuxedo, but like now I'm going hoodie. Right. Like, I don't care. Maybe I I might even shower. I'll just throw a hat on and come in. It's early. Maybe I'll save myself some time for that on that front. And boy, I went all out for no real reason. That's but good. then we somehow I still don't understand. Cap was here at some point Friday morning, but not running the stream until enough people were like, where's the stream? And we, like, guilted him into running the last, I don't know, hour, hour and a half. He just put it live on what Twitch. What is he here for? I don't know. Take a day off. Exactly. Yeah, they, I don't feel bad. Then the end of the year when Cap's like, ah, oh, didn't use this day. They use the full day then. Right. He should He should definitely line his days up when DA's not here. Well, for I, the most he, part, he should just be off. He should be able to take a vacation when him and his, his fiance, girlfriend, right. wife... He's with a, he's with a, a fine lady that we've met. I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know if they're married or not, so I should know that. Point is, if she wants to go uh, to Florida for a week with him, yeah. he shouldn't have to worry that DA's here. Like, I am a big, take your day. Right, but, but in particular, when there's no DA on a Friday, that's my sit point. that one out. That's my point, yeah. yes. That's an easy one. We always would prefer the stream running, but like if there's nobody else to run it, he deserves his days off. Yeah. So, interesting. 
All right, that was a little behind the scenes of, of, of Bogues and Boyle. It was a big B day. You kept referencing a lot that. Of every a lot of time, he was like every two minutes, it's B, 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 B. He uh, was very big into that. Pete loved that. I think that was Pete's uh, first, he was the first to kind of point it out that everyone was a B, and oh. then he just, he was beaming. So if you could give, you if Pete it. likes an idea, right? right. I understand. Yeah. It wax, I know, we're going to play the audience. Play the audience. All right. Well, Bogues, follow you on Twitter. Oh, that was quick. Follow me on Twitter, uh, at Andrew Bogues. And you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at CBS. Have a great weekend, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.